first a brief comment on St. Paul to the Corinthians, because it's sometimes hard for us this understanding of this message of the cross that is foolishness to so many out there, Jews in the times of St. Paul, um, Greeks or, or non-Jews or pagans or, or people who are focused on Aristotle or philosophy, all these things. But to those who are being saved, the message of the cross is the wisdom of God, the power of God. And you might think it's kind of abstract, but I would like to replace it if we were to say, the message of the Catholic Church is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. And I don't say that being arrogant, I say that because the Catholic Church in its teachings is one of the few places where you are definitely challenged in your daily life. You're challenged in your thinking. And our Lord came to do that. And as you, if you pay, att pay attention to the, so many ways the church tries to guide us, there are many times it, it, it guides us to the cross. It guides us to things that are hard for us. It guides us to teachings that don't seem to make sense in our human logic. And as all the ways that our Lord's teaching is applied today, it's, it's definitely it's there for us. But St. Paul encourages us, don't, don't, don't discourage when the world rejects your challenging teachings. Because the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, to the Jews and the Greeks who don't understand, but those who are seeking to be saved, they'll discover it to be the power of God and the wisdom of God, not human wisdom. Anyway, I don't know if that makes sense, but just a little nugget if you want it. The Gospel of Matthew today should sound very familiar, because this message of stay awake, be vigilant, be prepared, don't run out of oil, or whatever, has been coming up over and over in the last three weeks, in the, on the Sunday Gospels especially. And here it comes again, this image of, of Jesus telling us, my salvation isn't going to come like that, a snap of the fingers. What if the Master is long delayed, he said two weeks ago? What if the Bridegroom is long delayed in coming? In fact, it seems in this particular parable, the Bridegroom will be long delayed in coming. Even to the point of today, in 2022, we can sit there and scratch our heads and say, wait, 2020 years delayed? And the answer is yes. Our Lord didn't hide that. But we've heard this, heard this, this message of, of vigilance, and there's something we're not supposed to run out of. Today it's the image of oil for your lamps. What is that? Last week we were talking about those who will try but will not be strong enough. They will be lacking in many things. What things are we lacking in? What things will they have run out of? Two weeks before that, or weeks, whatever it was before that, this idea of the treasure being rich in what matters to God. Don't run short on what matters to God if you have all the treasures of this world. You can have whatever you can of this world, but make sure you're rich in what matters to God. So it's the same message that keeps hitting us over and over again, like the Holy Spirit wants to knock us on the head, saying, do you get this? Are you listening? This is important. And the, the image I can think of just applies, like, again, just to, re, just to be clear, our Lord has saved us, meaning he's opened the door to salvation, but there's something I need to do to walk through it. There's exercises I need to do to walk through it. And that's the word that was kind of popping in my head, exercise. The idea of the, the five wise virgins having more flasks of oil, more than enough, they might think. Whereas the foolish ones did just the bare minimum, and they were surprised when they weren't ready to go in when the bridegroom finally came. Exercises of my faith. 
Exercises meaning coming to the sacraments, coming to the Eucharist. Do I need more Mass or less Mass? How much Mass every week is enough? The minimal? We're coming on a Friday morning, so Father has to wake up to do Mass for me. Sacraments, habits of the sacraments, habits of being fervent and intentional in the sacraments. Love for God above all things. How much time am I spending in prayer? The bare minimum? Or more and more and more? Do I pray my rosary? Do I pray it often? Do I teach my family to spend more time reading the scriptures before dinner? Or waking up earlier in the morning to have more time, maybe 30 minutes or so, to take a passage of the gospel and sit there loving our Lord above all things, having an interest in Him, not just asking Him to take interest in me. Delving deep in that relationship. Habits of that. Habits of acting according to His criteria, living by faith. Exercising my faith when my conscience says, do the hard thing, I just do it. Not once every 10 years, but every moment. And there's an opportunity to put someone else before myself. Love the Lord with all your heart, but love your neighbor as yourself. And I put them first. I sacrifice the cupcake that I wanted, wanted, and I give it to my brother or my sister. Self-giving service over and over and over again. Getting through the narrow gate means trimming away the fat that would keep me from passing through it. Avoiding certain habits of sin. Going to confession to unload so many things. Habits of going to confession. To unload the things. It's like going to the gym. Habits of exercise. St. Ignatius would call his, one of his major retreats the spiritual exercises, because that's exactly what it is. Exercising the soul so that it's fit and ready with the lamp burning brightly, the light of your baptism and your faith burning brightly. Not barely a spark, but a torch. And every Lent we go over prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, and we kind of get like tired of hearing it, but that's it. Prayer, fasting, loving, giving of myself. We simply ask the Holy Spirit to open our hearts wider. What is there that our Lord is asking us? What more, Lord, do I need to exercise? What new exercises have I kind of cast off and I need to take up again so that I'm ready for your kingdom, so that I make it, I persevere, so that I don't kind of yield when the, in the moments of temptation or the storms in my personal life, my married life, my family life, my interior. Lord, I need more of you, more of that oil, whatever it is, more exercises to help me be ready when the storm comes, when the darkness comes, so that I don't go with those things. I stay with you. I stay strong in you. Amen. Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.